Justin, you ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Boys. 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 Hello, and welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through love of professional wrestling. Um, I'm Derek. And I'm Zach. Uh, we're down to Wrestle Boys today because you know what? Sometimes life gets in the way, and that's all right. Thought, uh, 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 gets in the way. Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Speaking of Jeff Goldblum, he's going to come up a little later in this episode. Um, he had a great match this week. <laughs> he's a he's a very good uh, grand master, if you will. I wonder if he's going to get that intercontinental title that he's fighting for. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so this is a, a little weird episode. We're going to talk about things that other people don't care about in wrestling. Um, well, mainly just weird shit me and Zach like. Um, but let's start with some news. Uh, Zach just showed me a video. Uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho are wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom this year. Uh, yeah, that like literally happened overnight. Yeah, like you know, because it was in Japan when like when it happened. So woke up to that this morning because um, did not stay up for this random New Japan show to yeah. watch overnight. Um, yeah, uh, I thought it was a um, like Photoshop, you know, because they've had like a kind of like fake Twitter like feud yeah. for a while and then it was announced that Chris Jericho was having a cruise next year yeah. and that Ring of Honor would be on it so everyone's like oh it was just just hype for that yeah um and then it turns out that it was a little bit more than that so yeah it's a it's a very uh interesting thing I think it'll be cool. I feel like they have semi-similar wrestling styles. Uh, yeah, I, I mean they came come from a really similar background. They're both from Winnipeg, yeah, which is not a big place, and like were trained similarly and had like similar local influences. And like Y2J is definitely an influence on Kenny Omega. It has to be. Like, it, like I think he's even said that because he was on uh, Talk Is Jericho. Okay, um, is right after. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom last year, after that his huge match with Okada okay. came on, um, and that was like really cool, like a really interesting interview. So like, and he said like Jericho's definitely an influence. I don't think you come yeah. from a town that small and don't yeah. be influenced by like one of your two like people in an industry that yeah came I also from that town. I also think being that age like wrestlers of that era have to influence you. Oh like, yeah, like especially I'm, the big ones. Yeah. I mean, Omega was probably getting into the business very early 2000s, like, at a local level. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, Jericho, it's been going since the mid-90s. Yeah. So. Also, he said something interesting in that thing Jericho did. He said that, uh, like, Edge was one of the people who called themselves the best in the world. Did he have a... Was he the guy for a little bit? Oh, Edge, yeah. Edge okay. has the most cumulative titles in WWE history. Oh, okay. Um lots of them are tag titles yeah that's because, that's what i always thought of him as um, in a tag team he was the top heel in the company okay. for a while and he like the only reason he didn't have a even longer more storied career is because he had to retire like 
suddenly. Like, yeah. He had a match at WrestleMania one year, and then by, like, a week or two later was retired. Damn. And then was in the Hall of Fame the next year. So, okay, okay. Yeah, he's something like seven-time world, yeah. ch- world champion. He's, he's a guy, I've heard his name a lot, I've seen him a lot, but I haven't, like... Um, I haven't. I don't think I've seen him wrestle very I, yeah, much. Yeah, I actually I missed a lot of his run. Um, like his run on top, he was around and like was still doing some tag team stuff. Like he tagged with Rey Mysterio for a while oh, in weird. SmackDown when I was watching. Like, and they were a really good tag team as well. It was when Christian, I think either they had turned on each other or he wasn't in the company for a little bit. Um, yeah. And but then it was like right as I was stopped like stopped watching was when he started getting like a bunch of world titles and stuff and okay he was like he was the main um heel to john cena when john cena was like okay. first being okay. the guy okay like he went like edge won the first money in the bank briefcase and cashed it in on john cena mm-hmm. and like that's how he got his first world title okay yeah, I don't know much about them. I learn about their history through their yeah. podcasts. Yeah. So. And fittingly enough, Money in the Bank was a match designed by Chris Jericho. Oh. He came up with Money in the Bank. That's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, he invented it. <laughs> yeah. Also, Carmella's had that for a very, very long time. Yeah, it feels like it, especially last year, it was literally the night of, and we only had one briefcase. Yeah. So, I mean, there have been people who have waited like 300 days okay. before. Like, I mean, Seth Rollins waited till Mania. Okay. But yeah, okay. she has had it for a while. And yeah. I think that's good. It's like, it's just an accessory. I don't I don't see her winning with it ever. I, was, so it's I like, think she will. She'll okay. cash in on, a, like, it'll probably be like Becky, because it's been so long since Becky's had a title run that that would okay. be such a good heel move. That's to, true. Like, have Carmella then take it immediately off her or yeah. something. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna talk. We're we're gonna talk about something because there's two of us here. Um, first, we gotta preface it by talking about a thing called the Montreal Screwjob. Um, that's a thing where Bret Hart was in a little contract battle, and uh, he was gonna sign with WCW when. WCW and WWF yeah, were, still were split and he wanted Vince like he ended up taking the WCW contract and his last match was against Shawn Michaels who he did not want to lose against Shawn Michaels yeah for a lot of reasons they they did not get along in person yeah at, at all and yeah they are just opposite people especially at the time Shawn Michaels was known for being a little bit hard to work with yeah he had some serious, you know, like pill addiction, like mm-hmm. painkiller addiction problems, and like, and was just like generally considered a dick. Yeah. Um, he like now is the considered the opposite. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a born again Christian man who's <laughs> in a lot of Christian movies and just loves his family. But Hell like, yeah. even just working with him, everyone, like when he came back in like 2002, 2003, he was a different person. Yeah. Um, but he was always considered one of the best. And Bret Hart didn't also didn't like his wrestling style. No, they're also opposites. Like yeah. Shawn Michaels is fundamentally sound, but mm-hmm. like even, especially flashy. back then, he was it was mostly flash. Like yeah. he picked up the technical stuff a little later, but yeah. they were opposite in just about every way. Yeah. So they had this match planned. Um, the day of, they still didn't know how it was going to end. Uh, Bret Hart talked to Vince and was like. 
I'm not losing against him. Just have some people come in. We'll make it a DQ, and then I'll come in the next day and give him my title. Yeah, because this was at Survivor Series. Okay. So it was a, a pay-per-view. So it would be like Mon- Monday Night Raw the next night. Yeah. Um, and also, this Survivor Series was taking place in Canada, mm-hmm. in Toronto. In Mon- was it... It was or no Montreal, sorry. Yeah. Is obviously, it, isn't that where he's? Is that where? No, Bret he's from, from Calgary. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but I mean, still, it was still Canada. Still like Can- at that yeah. at that point, like all of the hearts were. Canada was there. Well, all of Canada was their turf. Yeah. Well, I mean, they ran the main mm-hmm. like Canadian promotion until Vince bought it. Yeah. That's when they came in, and then but all the hearts were faces in Canada, even though they were heels everywhere else mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. Like, that's how huge they were. Yeah. Like, they acted exactly the same up there, but everyone cheered them and booed everyone else. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> rightly so. They're the best. Yeah. Um, well, some of them are the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so the match happens. Uh, Sean gets Brett into a sharpshooter. Yeah, Brett's own finishing submission move. Um, and they had it worked out where they were supposed to, like... Brett was the only person who knew how to get out of a sharpshooter. He mm. gets out of it, and then the bell rings, and Sean wins somehow. Yeah. Somehow weird. Yeah, like, um, like obviously, like three seconds into the sharpshooter being put on, like, yeah. which like that never happens. Even the most devastating like submission move, unless it's a squash match, no one's tapping that quickly. Yeah. Like, Especially in a title match on a pay-per-view. Yeah, like, exactly. And it's just clear, like, they're facing the camera. Mm-hmm. You see that he doesn't tap. Like, yeah. it's the most obvious thing. Yeah. World. So, Brett was very, very angry, rightly so. Um, that will get into something else. Real quick, I want to say there's a very good Radio Lab episode about this. Yes. That goes into way more detail. Also... Um, it's I called just, the La Mancha Screwjob, by yeah, the way. Yeah. They also talk about Don Quixote. Uh-huh. Um, and how, like, we want... It was basically one of the first um, views into, like, kayfabe not existing. Yeah. Um, like, or like the first, like, breaking down of that at that level. Yeah, And, yeah. like, also the first time, like, it changed wrestling, like, in unbelievably huge ways i mean because that's you know the fallout of that is what turned vince mcmahon into a character on tv like he was a commentator yeah like they didn't even address the fact that he owned the company they always had a kayfabe owner of the company Mm -hmm. um even though everyone knew that he did and everyone knew that his dad had before him he still was just a commentator yeah um and but then he responded to like all the controversy about it and then became Mr. McMahon, yep. the owner of the company and like he- biggest heel in wrestling history. Yeah. So without all of that, arguably stone cold wouldn't have been who he is. No. Um, Kevin Owens never would have had butted him. So we got a lot of cool stuff because of this very shitty thing. Um, also watch there's a, it's not a WWE documentary. I just forgot what it was called. Uh, Wrestling with Shadows. Wrestling with Shadows. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah. It's one of the. It'll make you, even if you're not a wrestling fan, it'll make you understand it more, and it'll make you fall in love with Bret Hart. Because yeah, he's the best. And like it was the, like just most like, fortuitous timing ever. Yeah, they were making that's ins- that documentary, that's crazy. when this the Montreal Screwjob went down. So they had cameras backstage and like. Bret Hart would like basically wear a wire into these yep. meetings he had with Vince. So there's audio of them. Yeah. And like 
that like there's been so many like similar moments in wrestling history not at that not as big as that but you know like where weird stuff happens but you never get the full story yeah exactly. that one you have the full story because there was a camera there yeah so it's it's very good um but okay so that's the montreal screw job um real quick if you care spoilers for thor ragnarok um brett hart is in it <laughs> it's been enough time um so there's a scene in thor ragnarok um where um it's basically like a gladiator match like um Thor gets kidnapped and he has to fight a champion for his freedom, essentially. If you've seen the movie Gladiator with Russell Crowe, you'll get it. Um, Hawking Phoenix is there. <laughs> so Jeff Goldblum plays Grandmaster, um, who's Thor's in the ring waiting for his opponent, and it is the undisputed... Undefeated. Champion. Um, so if that doesn't trigger your little wrestling brain... Um, then Hulk Lesnar comes out, and uh, <laughs> Thor and Thor and Hulk get into a little battle, um, and Thor Thor's about to win, and the Grandmaster Jeff Goldblum shocks him because they have these little things on their neck to control them. He shocks him, so Thor won't win, and he pulled the Sakar screw job on Thor, and. I thought I was crazy when I was like, this is wrestling right now. This is wrestling. But I talked to some other people who saw it and they agreed. Yeah. I saw it yesterday. Like, and Derek had like asked me if I'd seen it before and like <laughs> said, there was a wrestling thing in there. And then the moment that happened, I was like, yeah, Montreal screw job and a Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman reference. Exactly. Like, like at first I was like, this is like a stretch. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, no, this is very, very specific. Like, <laughs> I, one of the writers, or uh, uh, Taika Watiti, if I pronounce that wrong, I apologize, is a wrestling fan. I, I, someone who had something to do with that movie knows what they're what they're doing. Yeah, even yeah, someone definitely did. I mean, later in the movie, Hulk does a just like most textbook <laughs> yeah. vertical suplex on a giant creature that he fights. Like yeah. it's like. You know that's not too huge, like specific of a re wrestling reference, but the way it looked yeah. is like you never, no one ever does a vertical suplex. And, yeah, in like, a in, in a, a normal a, fight, in a normal fight. I don't think I've ever seen any wrestling or wrestling adjacent moves in a um, a Marvel movie, and so like I, they did that for a very specific audience. It did work for the story. But, like, it was crazy, and yeah, it was yeah. cool. It was just, like, a really cool little tiny reference. Like, yeah. Those are nice ones that pop up in pop culture, like, occasionally. Like, it's not the most common thing, but that means it's even, like, better when yeah. it does. Like, last season of Master of None, um, Aziz Ansari's character's on a blind date, or it's a Tinder date with, like... The, this woman and then she starts talking about how she's excited for SummerSlam. Oh, and hell then, yeah. like, starts going into, like referencing specific wrestlers like she says like oh i can't wait to see um seth rollins fight samoa joe and then it's like they <laughs> filmed that far out enough that like it w didn't it wasn't even close to a real match that happened yeah. but it made it better because that means like oh that is a match that could have happened though yeah like and so it's That's... like whoever like whoever wrote that specific line like knew enough like yeah. i don't know if aziz actually wrote that i know he's like 
a like small passing interest in wrestling, but okay. it was just like really good, like yeah, tiny little reference. Um, one that I always think about is in Furious Seven when uh, The Rock does the people's elbow through a glass table, mm-hmm. and um, he rock, he rock bottoms. That's what it is. Well, bottoms. no, he does the people's elbow in seven, but he rock bottoms Statham in six. Okay, like, <laughs> and I think Vin Diesel in five. Like he has <laughs> he like in almost all of his movies he does I a mean, rock bottom. At that some makes point. sense for him, um, but. Like, they could easily not do that. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, what are some other ones? I mean, for me, like, one that is big, and I think I even talked about it on maybe our first or second episode, but um, it's a really awesome band from Boston called Aviator that Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a huge fan of and, like, know those guys through the internet a little bit. But I reviewed their last album, and then, like, after the last song is, like, fading out, a Mick Foley promo comes (laughs) on and, like, finishes off the album, and it, like fits thematically with the album that's awesome great i'm probably even drop it in here hell yeah to myself And I was just like, oh, like it even took me a second. I was like, like didn't recognize it quite o- right away. And then mm-hmm. like by the end of it, I was like, oh shit, that is Mick Foley. <laughs> and like looked it up, and it's an ECW. Oh like, damn! Like promo he was it ran before he was in WWE. Yeah, like, like he was in after? ECW okay. right before. Okay, uh, he came to WWF and damn. Um, you know, and like now I know that um, uh, at least um, TJ, the, the vocalist of Aviator, is a huge wrestling fan. Okay like posts about it a lot and stuff shout out tj he does <laughs> listen to this but, um and also their bassist mike um like is a fan of wrestling and i've seen like listen to them on like a non-wrestling podcast talk about wrestling for okay. a while but um that's rad yeah but like that one was really sick just because it's already a band that i really love and was reviewing this album and it was a little surprise yeah yeah like, and then i got to write about you know wrestling in a music review yeah um another one like i mean there's obviously roddy piper who was in so many movies yeah uh he was in they live which is good good carpenter movie how um, come how comes to frog town how comes to frog town one of the greatest titles yeah. of any movie and a great how did this get made yeah. uh, episode yes he was like he was in a lot of those movies but he's like a cult star yeah like people who love like one of my friends ryan he loves those things rowdy piper's like one of his favorite actors yeah because of that like he also did some crazy shit like in hell comes to frog town they didn't give him a script yeah. He just ad-libbed everything. Which shows, but yeah. still yeah. impressive. Also, in They Live, there's a, I think, 15-minute street fight with, like, very few cuts. So that's that's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, um, like, one I, like, I didn't even think about it because it's so, like, just, like, ubiquitous in culture mm-hmm. is that... Andre the Giant in Princess Bride because yeah. like when I was a kid like I didn't know I knew of him as Andre the Giant from Princess Bride before I knew yeah, Andre yeah. the Giant the wrestler mm-hmm. like and he's great in that movie like yeah. like way funnier than he should be yeah 
Well, when I was a kid and I didn't watch wrestling, I knew who Sting and Steve Austin were just because they ascended wrestling. Oh, like, yeah. Steve Austin was everywhere, and I don't know why I took a taking to Sting. I think it was just him in video games. I think thought he looked cool. Yeah. Then I saw him on this Christian program in his makeup, and I was like, Mom, look. Mom, that's a wrestle guy. I think I can like wrestling now, right? Um, yeah, that was a that's a weird little, like. Besides Cena, there aren't any that no, like ascend no. past that. Like you couldn't be like, what what current wrestlers do you know? They'd be like, uh, John Cena, maybe Orton, but he's even that. Yeah. Like I feel like they might recognize him from yeah. stuff, but like they'd recognize him from the RKO memes. Yeah. Like, but those are the only two, and only because, like, Randy Orton is only because of memes. Yeah. Like, people know the RKO out of nowhere thing. Yeah. More than they know Randy Orton. Yeah. Who, this is a tangent, we can go back to the pop culture stuff. Um, do you think anyone now will break out like John Cena did? Like, um, become become a movie star of some sort? I mean, there's, there's three big ones now. There's The Rock, there's Cena, and Batista. Yeah. I don't. I think it's gonna be like Batista, where it's like a. It would be a surprising person. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not because they were so popular as a wrestler. Yeah. It's because they are a good actor when they decide to do yeah. that. Like um, as much as the Miz wants to be, I don't think he ever will be. No, and I don't even know if that he actually really wants to be. That's just I think his it's his character. Like he does enjoy that stuff. Obviously, I mean, he came from the real world and yeah. he did like all those real world road rules challenges mm-hmm. and stuff and like. He has that level, but I don't think he actually would want to, yeah, like make that his main thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I I really don't think there's anyone like yeah. uh, if, if that would like be because they're like the top wrestler and then yeah. like use that to cross over. I think yeah. it'd be someone like like Batista was like a top guy, mm-hmm. he's a multiple time world champion, but he wasn't like doing WWE movies like yeah. before he left really like or yeah. at least many like I can't think of any he's probably like had some small roles but yeah. um, it, his was because he wanted to act mm-hmm. and he went and did it and like takes it seriously yeah yeah it was uh, I don't know if I've talked about this on here but it was really funny he was like talking shit on The Rock in an interview because someone's like do you want to be the next Rock and he's like no uh, Dwayne is the rock in every movie. Yeah. I want to be a character actor. And that seems like a joke, but then when you see the movies he's been in, like he was incredible in guardians of the galaxy. Um, he's incredible inspector. Those bond movie. He says one word. Yeah. The only fuck of the movie, right? No, it's shit. It's shit. (laughs) It's very badly ADR. Yeah. Um, literally one line in the whole movie, but he's still great in it. Yeah. He like, he fights very well. He acts with his eyes. Like, mm. um, apparently his role in Blade Runner is really cool. I haven't I, seen it I'm yet. Not either. Um, but yeah, like I just people breaking out of wrestling. Like, I like it. Yeah, like there are people who I could see having the talent for it, mm-hmm. but wouldn't be interested in all. Like Kevin yeah. Owens, I think could legitimately cross over into like acting of some kind just because he's yeah. so naturally hilarious. I could but, see him being more of a sitcom dad. I mean, and maybe that's yes. just me being biased because of his look. Yeah. But, I mean, that's part of it. He doesn't have the like same look as those guys. Yeah. And that's what makes him great. Like, yeah. It works within his character, but yeah, like just his talent could do that. Yeah. But, and he's, yeah, he'd be hilarious. He'd be great in a children's movie. I would think. 
Yes, Cause like one hundred percent. Because he's got kids. He's got kids. Yeah, and he's very very funny. Like, yeah, that's something we haven't talked about. John Cena is very funny. When I saw him as a wrestler, I was like, oh, he's a wrestler who isn't that good because all my friends are telling me he's not very good, and he, um, is very serious all the time. And then you see him in. I mean, the time as I was watching when he was like wrestling punk yeah. and like stuff like that. Um, but like, then you see him in movies and he has like the movie Trainwreck. I wanted to love that movie because Bill Hader's my dude, but I, John Zeno is my favorite part of that movie because mm. his timing is just so good. Yeah, it really is. Like, um, he, like, it's, he's so interesting because like, Every look you get at him mm-hmm. is something so totally different yeah. than the other. Like the character he plays on TV is obviously very different than the him that then comes out in movies, mm-hmm. like it, which is very very different than the like tiny glimpses you get into him as a real person, yeah. which are all so different. Like yeah, and like the when he's on Edge and Christian's podcast, like mm-hmm. you can tell like he knows what his role is. Yeah. He's the top guy for this huge company, and yeah. he like he is going to like do everything he can to like protect that company mm-hmm. and his spot in it. Yeah. Like he will not say anything bad about yeah. WWE and no. just like puts over how great Vince McMahon is and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And he like, from his perspective, I'm sure he 100% believes oh, yeah. all of that. Because like, he got everything good from him. Yeah. And I mean, and he worked really hard and then got it. Like, yeah. Um, but then like, you know, I've watched a little bit of total Bellas. Yeah. And yeah. He is, a terrifying robot. Like, he is a <laughs> cyborg. He's just, Nicole, Nicole, uh, take, her, take her shoes off in the house. Uh, we're going to eat dinner, and then we're going to... The men yeah. will go to the men's room, uh, which is not a bathroom. It is a big leather room, and we're going to smoke cigars. And the women will go to the women's room, which is not a bathroom. It is the room the women go to. And they'll do whatever they do in there. Uh, please take your shoes off. Like that is him yeah. on that show, which is so different than every other yeah. look you get at him. And then his like Instagram is weird. His Instagram is one of the best things. Weird like uh, expressionist art in a yeah. way. Like it's so it's just, strange. It's just photos with no comments and it's like you're you're they left to interpret them. Yeah. Um it's almost like he goes to um he does movies and stuff to let loose. Like where most people in WWE they get to be wild, yeah, and like just be crazy like Ambrose, uh, Owens and Zayn, but he gets to like go to movies. That's where he lets loose. Yeah, and it's it's weird. Also, what you were saying about him being a robot, I've heard that about like Christian Bale. Yeah, and like um, maybe even DiCaprio a little bit is that they're very very boring in real life because yeah. they like take on these roles where they have to put so much into it, and then in real life they're just like. So, yeah, cool. That's me in real life. Yeah, um. but, yeah. But even then, like, I mean, Total Bell is, is like it's a reality show. Like he's choosing yeah. to be that character. Like, that's, yeah, that's every, another character. It's he's a weird playing. character that he's choosing. I also wonder if he's just fucking with people. He's the heel of the show. Like <laughs> at least in the first season. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> JJ, Nikki and Bree's brother, becomes the heel in the second season. Oh. I've heard. I haven't watched any because I. It's. Uh, it gives me anxiety how yeah. awkward everyone is. I. I don't know. I feel like I want to watch it just to see more Daniel Bryan. That that's pretty <laughs> good stuff. But um, you have to adjust to them calling him. Bri- everyone calling him Brian. Yeah, because that's his name. <laughs> I'd get used to it. everyone calls me by my last name, so it's cool. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. 
There's a, an Airbud movie where a that's monkey true. teaches a dog how to wrestle. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and they, oh man, what is it called? It's called uh, Russell. It's not Russell Madness. Oh. Which obviously they wanted to call it Russell Mania for Russell Terrier, the dog is. <laughs> but I think it was too close to WrestleMania <laughs> and they got stopped because that makes no sense. <laughs> Russell no. Madness. Yeah. And yeah. John Morrison, aka Johnny Mundo, aka uh-huh. Johnny Impact on TNA. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he's in that movie. Yeah. He, yeah, he uh, he uh, does his finishing move to a dog. All right. So that's a thing. Yeah. All right. We're going to start talking about some news for the week now. Um, let's get into the releases. Yeah, there were three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, went down on Monday. Either Sunday or Monday. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, so three WWE wrestlers were released. Um, Summer Rae, mm-hmm. who has now been on TV in over a year, like since I started okay. watching again. She has, like she was out with injury. Um and then um, I just haven't heard really anything yeah. for, about her for that kind a very of long time. Makes sense if she was out for an injury and they were just like, well, we don't want to pay you anymore. Yeah, I mean, and she, like, from every th- the little bits I've seen of her and, like, you know, what I've heard, like, she's very, very good at, like, character work. Like, she's done some really, really awesome, like, um, you know, like... Yeah, like, I don't know what I was going to say differently, but yeah, like, her in-character stuff has all been, like, really great. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if it wasn't the best stuff to work with, and in the ring, she's okay. Like, she's not not the best, but she's serviceable, you know? Yeah, yeah. But she, yeah, she hasn't been on TV in well over, like, a year and a half, probably. Like, because it's since I started watching again, which was, like, summer before this last one. Yeah. Like, full-time, she has not been around um so next one is darren young um who is slightly more surprising but still not because he's also been out for around a year yeah i've never i don't think i've ever heard his name um so last time he was around um he was um bob backland like was teamed up with him as his manager you know bob backland former w multiple time wwf champion okay it's just an old like screaming old man now <laughs> but um they're doing there was they had this whole gimmick that was make darren young great again oh um that's weird since he's an open gay wrestler yeah <laughs> it was a little strange but i mean but there's some really there's some funny parts to it some of it intentional some of it not okay um the last real big push that darren got at all during that was um he had an ic title match against the miz okay and in that match Bob Backlund's uh, dress shirt got ripped off of him. Okay. Um, and he wore suspenders with it, mm-hmm. like, as part of his character. <laughs> and, like, the shirt was just stuck under the suspenders in the front, but the back was ripped off. God. And he was, like, wanting to fight the Miz. And it was uh, one of these most unintentionally hilarious things I've ever seen in wrestling. Yeah. And it was also one of the strangest yeah. moments. Um, yeah, like... That one's, I mean, he's also been out for injury for like a year. I guess he's like just got cleared recently to come okay. back and, but really hasn't like, he's been really, really involved still as like doing charity stuff and like motivational speaking, okay. like on behalf of the WWE, like he's been cool. like an ambassador a lot. Like, um, there, I think it's called their be a star campaign, okay. which is like, he's been kind of the main face of okay. like while he was out, um, 
He's a good wrestler. He just mm-hmm. never connected. Yeah. Um, the yeah the big bummer thing about it is that he's the first openly gay yeah um, wrestler in WWE, mm-hmm. and um, so the fact that he like he's gone now mm-hmm. like is definitely a bummer. Yeah, that um, representation isn't there. Yeah, and like especially like the he embraced like that role as in his personal life like mm-hmm. in really good cool ways where it wasn't like he didn't make a big deal out of it but was also like not like hiding it or like anything like that yeah he came out publicly because team z basically cornered him about it oh and it's that's really gross like mm. they were talking to him at an airport and asking really leading questions where they're saying like we know because like, I don't think it was like much of a secret. He just hadn't said it. Yeah, like, he just hadn't said it. I uh, mean, because in the WWE, it could hurt your career. Yeah, and also like, just it's not like it's, it's no one's business. It's nobody's business. Like, um, it's your thing to choose to how you do that. Like, I say that as as an openly queer person myself who yeah. like made that choice a year ago, and like, I'll be, but before that, I wasn't closed off about it. Like, yeah, yeah. And, but like, also the way he did embrace it was really cool, and like, um. Yeah, like I think they just asked him, like, well, like, do you think there are any open, there are any gay people in your locker room? Like, after like asking him questions about, like, oh, do you think that there should be an openly gay, like, wrestler in the WWE and like stuff <laughs> yeah, like that? And then course. he's like, well, I can tell you, I know there's one because I am one. Yeah. And then like later that night, they, TMZ like saw John Cena and were asking the same set of questions Ugh. but then like said like oh so you haven't heard like Darren Young came out today he's like oh good for him man like yeah <laughs> that's awesome and it, it's hilarious because it shows how bad like just na- gross TMZ is because they're talking to John oh, yeah. Cena and Nikki Bella is behind him wanting to leave yeah, and they yeah. never bring up the fact that like there's another professional wrestler like in this they don't even yeah. reference it it's just like Oh, you're gross and sexist and everything else awful, TMZ. But, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Then, yeah, so it's a bummer that he's gone, but also not a huge surprise because he's been out for so long. The yeah. other, like, the last one, which is, like, the most shocking one by far to everyone mm-hmm. is Emma. Yeah. Because she's been in active storylines. Well, like, I mean, the whole, she introduced Asuka to the main people. Yeah. Like. And, like. It wasn't a squash match. No. Like, she she got a lot of offense in. Oh, yeah. Like, and she's a very good wrestler. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, who has just been saddled with the worst gimmicks, mm-hmm. like, consistently, and, like, so has never gotten over. Yeah. Like, at all, because of that. Yeah. But, like, legitimately, you know, like, part of her character storylines recently was, was saying that she started the women's revolution, mm-hmm. and that's true. Yeah. Like... She and Paige in NXT were like the one, first women wrestlers who got time, yeah, to show what they could do. And weren't they weren't they the ones who changed it from like bikini contests to like wrestling? Yeah, like besides it, like China and like yeah, the ones that came way before. Yeah, because I mean, way way before it wasn't always like that. And, yeah, you know, and China like existed separately in an era that was starting to become that mm-hmm. and then it got really bad. Yeah. Cuz you know cuz then there's also Trish and Lita who got time on TV even though it was still like over sexualized and gross yeah, misogynistic yeah. ways and like but they like still headlined a raw for that title and it was still they got some time. They'd get to do 15 minute matches not 90 second matches yeah, which yeah. was 
the state of the WWE from in the entire like quote unquote divas era. Yeah, yeah. Of the mid two thousands through three years, two years ago. Well, yeah, we've talked about it a lot. It was the bathroom break. Yeah, like I remember trying to watch it, and it's just like this isn't entertaining. No, this isn't fun. It's not even gross. Like no. it got to. It was in a really weird place where yeah. like basically it just was nothing. Like they weren't hiring women wrestlers to come be wrestlers they were yeah. hiring fitness models and or just models in general which because of a look and which is you know not like a bad thing for those for those women wrestlers no it's just all. they weren't wrestlers and so like some of them like turned out to be fine you know mm-hmm. um and learned but they never got the time in the ring to actually learn so yeah. they'd only hit a certain level mm-hmm. um you know, and there are some wrestlers left from that era now who show they can do that. Like Naomi's from that era. She, oh, okay. That's why, like, when she be- was became champ at first, like this last year, she still needed to grow because she hasn't ha- hadn't had enough time on TV. Yeah. And she's done that in the last year because she's a, has a solid foundation and now has had time in the ring. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like, like the Bellas were from that era for sure. Yeah. And yeah. Before she left after WrestleMania, Nikki Bella was like. She's putting on good matches, like okay. which was not them at first. Yeah, yeah, like that's the weird thing is that when she had all her title runs on as the top woman in the WWE for a bit was when she wasn't that good of a wrestler. Yeah, and now she's very similar to her fiance John Cena. <laughs> like when his like most successful time in his career in a from in a kayfabe viewpoint Mm -hmm. was when he wasn't as good as a wrestler as he is now when he's not winning titles all the time yeah when he's and he's i don't know putting some different kind of work in yeah like he cares a little more yeah i mean he's always cared he's always cared but now he's like he's hitting a different level yeah yeah. and i I mean it's all those indie guys he's getting to work with like after the u.s open challenge when he was facing all these indie like darlings from nxt yeah and like get learning stuff from them because he'd never faced guys like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Cesaro, mm-hmm. like It's like Neville. Making, making wrestling fun again. Yeah. He just never worked like worked with anyone like that. So yeah. he definitely learned from them yeah. again. Like yeah. and they I'm sure like learned a lot about working in the WWE mm-hmm. by working with him. Oh like, of course. And working in a main event slot. Yeah. But back to Emma. Like Yes, back to Emma. <laughs> she yeah. like um I mean she was in a storyline with Asuka. Like she was like that's so bonkers that I couldn't see her asking for her release. No, and it seems on social media, like her first response to it was just the broken heart emoji. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was like that. I don't think it was like Austin Aries when, like, he knew that he was getting out even though he was in a title feud. Yeah. Like, he was going to lose the title feud and then be asked for his release. Yeah. I, I don't think she knew it was, hap- was going to happen. Yeah, that's, it's weird. Yeah. I wonder if it's just like getting laid off from a job. Or, like, I don't yeah, know. I, I guess the reason doesn't really matter in no, the grand scheme of things. I think that she will find work. Um, yeah. Which, the unfortunate thing is, like, for women especially, like, if a man, if a, a male wrestler gets released, like, he has so many options. Yeah. Where the women wrestlers don't have as many like you yeah. know new japan doesn't have women's wrestling like yeah. and that's the second biggest promotion in the world yeah so then you like go down the list and you know there's really awesome like women specific wrestling promotions like mm-hmm. shimmer which yeah. is like 
most of the women's roster came from and like yeah. 90% of the Mae Young Classic yeah, like there's, came from. There's a lot of like really good women wrestlers, mm. but like I d- on the big things besides WWE, like Ring of Honor, yeah. like Ring, and all those Ring things. of Honor has women's wrestling. They don't have a women's title. Yeah. Like, and so like there's some really, really talented women there that yeah. don't have anything like they're they're ob- it's so obvious that they are not have not at least have not been seen as important enough up to this point like i know that i read some rumors a while ago that they were considering adding that and stuff i'm like just mm-hmm. why not why not add it like at your next show yeah like, it's something that like, you don't have to have even figured out all the way yet yeah you can say you can make an announcement, hey, in one more month, we're going to start having a tournament for it. And then you have literally months to go before yeah. you even have your first like women's champion. Yeah. And you can figure those details out. It makes no sense that yeah. they're like that they don't have one yet. Like, yeah. Well, and like it makes sense that Candice LeRae was in a tag team with Joey Ryan. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like it was kind of out of necessity. She's like, I want to wrestle. Yeah. And like, this is how I can. Yeah. Like, and like, you know, like intergender wrestling on like the indies is a like is a thing like yeah. and it's like really well done on the indies like yeah i and you know lucha underground had it as well like mm-hmm. that intergender wrestling um which that's also ending so unfortunately that's also just not up like yet another place yeah. for women's wrestlers hopefully to go. hopefully those those people can get jobs because there's some really good wrestlers from there right yeah the thing with them is that they don't um because they're pre they're taped in advance the the they just ended their season which will probably be the last one yeah it's looking like they don't know for sure yet but um that was finished that they finished those like tapings almost a year ago yeah and they've put those off somewhat to screw with the wrestlers like ricochet who wanted out and oh yeah because yeah, as yeah. long as the show's on the air they can't wrestle in america yeah um but they can wrestle anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But so Ricochet just became available in America for the first time. Okay. Finally, like the two weeks ago or something. Yeah, yeah. But like so that. But yeah, that is one other place like where that will, probably won't be available. Yeah. Unfortunately, like. But you know, like as bad of a promotion as it kind of is from a business standpoint, you know, Impact mm-hmm. does have really solid women's wrestling on okay. it, and they do a pretty good. They don't get enough time, but you don't anywhere that's it has an actual tv show unfortunately yeah. um and they do a pretty good job of it like yeah then they have really good wrestlers there okay um i think emma like will she'll if she wants to wrestle which it yeah, seems yeah. like she does she can like, yeah well and i could see her like headlining small promotions too like oh, absolutely being flown like to like like i went to one in hermiston yeah um a while ago but like they had like i mean uh, Eugene, who was in the WWE, like <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. That I mean, he's not the best example, but I feel like she could do stuff like that until yeah. she gets onto oh, some yeah. sort of and promotion. Even mo- and I'm sure people want her. Like yeah. she's a great wrestler and yeah. a great draw. Yeah, like, absolutely for, pe- for for wrestling fans. Yeah, and like her character work that she does, like I think she could very easily do like what Cody Rhodes has been doing, where mm-hmm. like his character is based on him being the wwe guy yeah who like isn't there anymore yeah and now it but like comes into everywhere else saying like i'm better than you yeah yeah. like and that's even kind of what her character was in wwe Mm -hmm. like and she'll like 
she can capitalize on that. Yeah, like, for sure. She, I don't think she can be Emma anymore, but that's not even her real name, so that's yeah. fine. That's so She'll just weird. be Tennille, probably. That's one thing that's always weirded me out, like... Excuse me. Um, women always have... Not always, but they always have one... Most of them have one name. Yep. Where, like, every male wrestler, like has a first and last name yeah it's, like right now yeah it's it's, it's a very strange like it definitely has the like feeling of being a vince mcmahonism okay in a way yeah. like like there's nia Jax and sasha banks yeah charlotte is charlotte flair now like yeah she, but Sometimes. she was a charlotte yeah i mean because she's just charlotte for so long but she's announced as like as charlotte flair yeah like now which changed at some point i think they it was when they maybe knew that they might think about turning her baby face. Well, she also didn't want that. No. She wanted to make a name for herself, which yeah. is super commendable. Yeah, it's like, I mean... I don't want to use my dad's name. Yeah, she's not Ashley Flair. Yeah. She's Charlotte. Like, yeah. Like, I think... Like, I don't remember where... I think it was on a podcast I heard her talking about it. She's like, when she was a kid, she didn't even want to wrestle, and then she went from that to, like, wanting to, like, try it, but without her dad's name behind it. Yeah. Because, like... I don't know. Well, she walked into NXT like being Charlotte or being Ric Flair's daughter, mm-hmm. and like she got to the Performance Center at the same time as as Sasha Banks and I think Becky. Okay, like same time, definitely Sasha Banks, and like she was coming in there as Ric Flair's daughter and had less wrestling experience mm-hmm. than the other women in the Performance Center. Like yeah. she's like a high level athlete she's a collegiate volleyball player yeah and, well and gymnast yeah and she was a gymnast like through high school and stuff yeah, yeah. and like then she had a scholarship to play college volleyball like Damn. she's a great athlete mm-hmm. but she still had less wrestling experience like yeah you she like i've heard her talk about how like some of the basic stuff like she already knows or has seen it so much that she picked Ooh. it up very quickly yeah like she knew how to run the ropes yeah like she knew some basic footwork stuff or at least had seen it so she picked it up quicker mm-hmm. but she still had less in ring time mm-hmm. and no character work time yeah like she, the only time she'd ever appeared on wwe tv or any or any kind of tv or doing anything she was like in the crowd oh. watching her dad oh WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah like there are some very funny like <laughs> videos of with her in the background at like his <laughs> retirement match and stuff <laughs> that's cool um but yeah like sh- yeah she like is you know but yeah so they like added the flair name back to her to, mm-hmm. like probably because i think they knew like we might want to turn you baby face again yeah, yeah. and like your dad as much as 99 percent of his career was as a heel mm-hmm. and as much of a heel as he is is still gets a baby face reaction of because course. of who he is yeah, yeah yeah um so they're like let's add that back just in case yeah and then they did it you know like within yeah. six months. I guess also Becky Lynch has her first and last name. Too. Yeah, she does too. But like, it's still like more often than not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's well, like in I, the classic, mm. I feel like a lot of them were like like one namers. There's a few. No, I, no actually, I'm it's wrong. mostly two namers. It's I mean, if you look at what's coming in now, it's changing. Mm-hmm. A lot of them come from the like just beginning of the women's revolution yeah. into before that. And also Bailey is like the one big exception out of that. But yeah. also that fits her character. Yeah. Really, really well. Yeah. Like it's also not I guess it's not that big of a deal. It's not I mean, there's a weirdness to it. it but feels, it's weird when it's like a real name. Like Emma. That's real weird. It 
Especially it, if that's not her real name. Yeah, her name's Tennille. Um, <laughs> she's, she's Australian. Okay. Only, that's only Australian people have ever been named Tennille. Yeah. Um, uh, da- Tennille Dashwood. I I don't remember. Yeah. It's, it's her Instagram handle. Okay. But um, yeah, like it comes from I think that era uh, that we were talking about earlier. That's where the divas era because mm-hmm. one the fit with the divas image there it was like almost like a madonna yeah, or share yeah. or like pop star yeah, yeah. quote-unquote diva thing like also it added to the fact that like all those women were like almost indistinguishable because they were given no character work time and it was all just like the same terrible stuff they were given mm-hmm. that like I hear women from that era when I wasn't really watching and I hear their name and I'm like, I don't know which one that is Yeah, because like they did so, such so little to distinguish them. Like mm-hmm. it's not their fault whatsoever. It's Vince and everyone, you know, giving direction to the company at that time. Yeah. But it's like, so I'm glad they're going away from that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. because it, I don't know, it just gives them more character and also like, it's just feels better. Mm-hmm. Like you think about like one word, like men wrestlers, like most of the ones that have just have one name to it. It's something very specific. Well, it's gold dust. It's sting. It's diesel. Yeah. It's, you know, undertaker. Yeah. Kane. Like yeah. it's people like that where like their name influences their character. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a single male wrestler who just goes by a first name. That besides Kane, which was just like, but that's still that's like, still a like weird, like Kane and Abel biblical reference. Yeah. Also, hilarious backstory to that. That's what Bruce Bruce Pritchard wanted to name his son, and then did. Oh. And Bruce Pritchard named Kane that before he had his son, who was also named Kane. Oh. Also, the Undertaker was originally Kane the Undertaker. Oh. Okay. But then they just made him the Undertaker, and then used Kane for Kane later. And Some backstory. Kane was his brother. Yeah. Um, but I can't think of a single Mm-mm, male wrestler that's Jim. Yeah. I'm Jim. Well, it has to be two syllables. Ah, uh, true. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally literally cannot. No. Like, I'm sure they're out there. They're probably on the indies. Oh, yeah. There's definitely some on the indies, but, like, yeah. that's hilarious if you're an indie wrestler named Jim. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's one from here, like, like the, the BSU dude. Who was very surprising, really good. I think he has a last name, but maybe not. He had a last name, but it was just like Steve Jones. Yeah. Like, just a very normal yes. name. Yeah. Um, um, I, I can't think of any any male wrestler that's that been given that generic of a gimmick by the WWE. No. Like, it's... Yeah. I also want... I want Maybe it's because it's a, a time that's passed. I'd love to see an Undertaker woman like oh yeah super yeah. characterized like women wrestlers yes like, you get that like, i guess that's how lucha is you get that in lucha you also get that in 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 impact I almost called it tna but i don't know what to call it anymore it's not <laughs> gfw anymore it's just impact yeah um the you you get that like there's rosemary who is like okay a, who was you know he's like a supernatural female yeah. wrestler and was the one that the one who should be sister abigail Yes, and also like she's also the one that almost got her arm like yeah by broken by sexy star yeah yeah um 
Yeah, she does like really interesting supernatural okay. stuff. If I'm wrong, it's because I don't watch Impact. And yeah, I'm mixing her up with no, someone. I, but, I, I think that's right. I mean, her name's Rosemary, so yeah. that that fits. Yeah, but um, I mean, that's like an example. Like you could have one-word names, but mm-hmm. that's obviously like that gives you an image. Yeah, like because the yeah. Rosemary baby Emma and, like, doesn't give you an image. No, it's nothing. Yeah, like it's <laughs> just your your neighbor. For some reason, Bailey does give you an image because it sounds more little kiddish. And yeah. if it, if she was just if she was just Bailey, like that was her name, but that she was any other gimmick. Yeah. It would also be dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like Charlotte worked as just Charlotte because mm. like you knew that the way they announced her at Charlotte from the queen city, because she's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, okay. And that's where she got her name. Yeah. Like, and the flares are famously from Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it works for her because of that. Like it was referencing her, like family without referencing it yeah in a way that works for her but like naomi is just like nothing that's nothing like her real name is trinity fatu that's such a better wrestling name but she but also if that becomes your wrestling name that can't be your real name anymore yeah true (laughs) i mean and it wasn't a real name when she started because it was trinity something else yeah yeah then she married inuso Oh, I don't know which. I do not remember which one it is. It's okay, but that's cool. Yeah, yeah she's married to a new. So. I want to know what they're like in real life. I, I hope they're nice guys. Well, you know what? If you start watching uh, Total Divas, which started this week, they're on it. Okay. I I don't watch, but okay. I would. For, I'd I'd watch for some Naomi and husband do so. Whichever <laughs> I cannot remember which one it is. Um, it's almost like they look alike. They, they, they. I can tell them apart. Now. I can. T- I. But I also don't. I still don't know which one's which. Well, here's here's a, here's a pro tip for you, mm-hmm. Jimmy. Okay. His name is bigger, and he is bigger. Okay. Jay's name is Jimmy smaller. and Jay. Jimmy I and remember Jay. Jimmy. I always forget Jay. Jay's name is smaller, and he's the smaller yeah. one. They also never like. They don't call him out on the show. They're no. Just like these are the Usos because they might have trouble figuring it out like especially from where the announced desk like when you're not next to them i'm sure yeah. they all know which one is which in person because they all know each other yeah but. it'd be funny if they split like how most tag teams split oh up oh my god <laughs> and then they had a rivalry like their wrestling style is so similar it's very it would be very it'd be very weird those would be weird matches yeah i mean i can't think of an of an instance when there's been like I know they're not exactly identical twins, but no. they they look they look very similar. They're so similar. They dress the same. They dress exactly the same. Yeah. Um, before they turned heel, the way you could tell them apart was the side of their face. Their face paint was on. <laughs> Jimmy was on the right. Jimmy and Wright both have eyes in them. <laughs> Jay's was on the left. He spells his name J E Y. So both J and left have E's in them. <laughs> I like this this association. <laughs> I, I I picked that up from another podcast at some point, and that, it blew my mind. And then they turned heel, and it took me a while to figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of any other, like, situation where people look that similar Mm-mm. and wrestle that similar. Yeah. And, like, break up. Yeah. And both being singles. Like, it would be... I think it would be wild and amazing. Yeah. But. I don't think they ever would. No. They would have to wrestle against other people. They could never wrestle each other. Young Bucks would need to come into the WWE and, and then, then break up two. And, and then, then each become. of them pairs with a Young Buck. Yeah. It'd be, this is a weird matching, but if like the New Day disbanded and like one of like Xavier 
went with the Usos. That'd be that'd be great. like that'd be a good that'd be a, a yeah. fun story for that card. Yeah, it would be. You'd uh, you'd immediately be like, oh man, now I want them all to be separate though, so because <laughs> they all deserve to have singles titles. But yeah, they do. Especially like, I don't know. I've been a huge fan of Kofi. Oh yeah, since I saw him, just because he does cool stuff. And but he, he's won like. Every title he can except for a world title yeah. in WWE. Like yeah. He's had the Intercontinental, the U.S., and multiple tag team titles. Yeah. And then they just <coughs> kind of disappeared, and then they brought him with the New Day. Yeah. And he's and thriving. And suddenly he wasn't Jamaican. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't Eddie from Tekken anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, let's talk about NXT. Uh, something was announced. Yeah, so... Um, it, Everyone's known this for a month because <laughs> NXT tapes and their shows ahead and then it you know gets leaked out but um, mm-hmm. just in case any of you were trying to keep up keep with the kayfabe <laughs> and don't read spoilers of her NXT <laughs> yeah um, or see and official is, WWE like Instagram posts and this is things. where you get your wrestling news for some reason yeah man they're out there someone <laughs> one of you is and you know what that's amazing um yeah, so they made an announcement that they're bringing, as as Regal said, the commissioner of NXT, we're going to bring back a match that hasn't been seen in 20 years. <laughs> For a reason, maybe? The crowd is like, ooh, okay. Like, probably one person in the crowd immediately guessed it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he says, two rings. And then, <laughs> like, 50% of people get it because yeah, yeah. there's been one match type ever that uses two rings. Yeah. It's like one cage and then like 10 more people are like, oh, that didn't already, of the remaining people that knew about this type of match were like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, and then he says War Games. So War Games is a Buck Wild WCW um, match type mm. that ran for like 10 plus years. I went back to try to watch some and I was surprised how many of these there were. <laughs> it is a match involving... At, and the WCW format was two teams of five fighting within a two two rings inside of one gigantic rectangular steel cage, mm-hmm. um, trying to eliminate everyone from the other team. Yeah, and they're released in like intervals. Intervals. There's a coin toss involved. <laughs> there's like times when teams like have it. One team has an advantage, and then it's even, and it was the most difficult thing to try to understand for I've heard of war games and stuff. I've yeah. heard how messy those matches were, but that's kind of all I've heard about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're bringing it back. It's obviously going to be different because it's not using elimination. Like uh, they might still do elimination. They haven't announced, but they, yeah. they aren't doing like teams of five. There's going to be three teams of three wrestlers. Oh yeah. I forgot about the third team. Yeah. Because it all came from, basically all these different tag teams getting involved with each other mm-hmm. and like messing things up with each other. Cause there's authors of pain, Yep, which with. you'll remember is only a two person team, mm-hmm. but get, we'll to, get ha- to it. Yeah. We'll and then sanity current NXT tag champions, which is mm-hmm. a team of three, Eric young, Killian Dane and, um, Oh man, Alexander Wolf. Mm-hmm. It's actually a team of four, but well, yeah, Nikki I mean, Cross can't wrestle. No, but she them. is listed as an NXT tag team champion on the website. That's she's listed. Great. It says it lists sanity and then lists the members and she's in there. So, That's awesome. Um, she hasn't gotten involved and in NXT or WWE in general 
I don't trust to handle intergender wrestling. No, even I don't though either. I support it <laughs> yeah. wholeheartedly. Yeah. I just bought a world's cutest tag team shirt this week, but, um, I don't trust them yep. at all to do it. So I don't want them to, um, but she is listed as one. So that's yeah. really cool. Um, and then the undisputed era, the, mm-hmm. you know, team led by Adam Cole with Bebe. Adam Cole, Bebe, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Kyle fish. O'Reilly. No, his name is Bobby fish. <laughs> no, Kyle O'Reilly. Shout out. Riley Guiley. Yeah, More adventurous. Go. Great name. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then the other person that gets involved because, you know, two teams of three and then a mm-hmm. team of two, even though Authors of Pain is enough boy for it to be three boys. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, by the way, their name are Akam and Razor because of Occam's Razor, the literary <laughs> idea. <laughs> Great. Um, is uh, Roderick Strong. Yeah. Because uh, he's been, you know, they've been teasing whether he's going to join the Undisputed yeah, Era. Yeah, they've been... They've been- They've been looking for him. Yeah, they gave him a cool armband. Yeah, told them to think about it last week. I mean, yeah. it, which makes which is really cool storyline. I wish that this wasn't spoiled for me a month ago. Yeah, be so that I actually could have been. A it wasn't spoiled for me, so yeah, I yeah. was like, oh, I knew that he was gonna join. Like, I knew what was gonna happen. So basically, what happens is undisputed era all used to be in Ring of Honor, and so did uh, Roderick Strong. So like, there's that connection with them yeah um and they offered he keeps losing all the time Mm -hmm. um in really really good matches and so after he lost to uh drew mcintyre they offered him an armband and said think about it maybe you want to join us Mm -hmm. and then so he came out put the armband on Mm -hmm. and then went into the ring and they're like yeah you're gonna join us because undisputed era broke up a tag team title match between sanity and authors of pain Mm -hmm. um and then he ended up attacking the Undisputed Era instead. So, like, turned, like, sealed himself as face. It wasn't like a face turn. But yeah. It was like a swerve away from what you thought. Yeah. The turn that you thought was going to It shocked happen. me. And then, um, you know, started helping out Authors of Pain and Sanity, which are somehow both faces in this <laughs> arrangement, even though they're both, like, natural heels. <laughs> like, Sanity's kind of been turning face because they're so popular. and like It's just weird because they're Sanity, and their whole thing is that they're pure evil essentially yeah they're just like chaotic they're an- like anarchists like yeah. they're definitely like supposed to be like 90s punk anarchists yeah like and like but nikki cross is like a genuine face in the women's division right which now. is crazy because she's i don't know when i see her i see i'm terrified oh yeah but like also like they've had people like sneakily attack her to keep her from winning and mm. like she fought Asuka when Asuka was like a definitive heel. Like Was that uh the last how, the last one forty five minutes? It was like a solid half hour at least. Like when it was, NXT only gets an hour a week. Yeah. So it was like more it was half the episode. Yeah. Like that was, and there's also commercials even though it's on the network. Yeah. But they're still showing us ads for things on the same network that we're watching currently. <laughs> yeah. That was my introduction to Asuka, actually. Oh, it's a, it was, it's a great match. Yeah. Um, you know, but like, so they kind of started turning her face at that point because she's fighting Asuka, who was like actually like being sneaky to win and stuff. Like, yeah. Sanity would like run in on people early on and like be mm-hmm. like that, but they haven't done that in a while. Yeah. And, then, and against Authors of Pain, like they had like Nikki Cross involved, like outside the ring in that match and stuff and like took a bump through a table through the two biggest boys in the match like um so like they've been turning them face but like undisputed era is so like 
such like slimy style yeah. heels. It's just Adam Cole. Adam Cole. I absolutely love Adam Cole yeah. because he's just slimy and gross. Yeah. And like Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, both too, are just like just broy looking dudes that do martial arts and yeah. like just like kick people like in his the shins. Muscle essentially. Yeah. So because he has no muscle <laughs> definition in his arms. No, nope, not at he all. He needs to stop wearing tank tops <laughs> to the ring. Um. But since they're like such heels in the way they're acting mm-hmm. and like tried to like corrupt like such a pure baby face in Roderick Strong, yeah. like it somehow works that these two gigantic monster teams <laughs> are the faces against this tiny little dude team. Yeah. And I, I think it's gonna be super interesting. So yeah. yeah, it's gonna be three three tag teams inside, two rings mm-hmm. in in a giant cage. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be bonkers. It's I, gonna be hard to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I mean NXT's production is pretty great though. Well, it's not that. It's just every time there's something. It's true. Like out there's a thing. The worst was the Punjabi prison. Yeah, that's impossible because you couldn't see inside of it. I last year at Elimination Chamber, they figured it out finally yeah. for that match because they put cameras up in the corners of the cage. Yeah, because it's like such a different cage than every other one. Yeah. And I do not understand why they don't do it for Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Um, I I hope that with the way NXT produces things, because they just do things better, mm-hmm. that they will figure it out. Yeah. Also, I mean, NXT, it's going to be at TakeOver Houston, which is now NXT TakeOver War Games. Okay. Which is cool. They're getting away from the cities thing. Yeah. Again, do something different. But um, since they, like keep the building dark it might be a little easier because there won't be a crowd behind the cage yeah like yeah that's true but it's still yeah it's probably still gonna be very difficult to watch yeah when i watched the old war games the cage was maybe eight feet tall like dudes were like literally at one point rick rude picked a guy up and tossed him into the ceiling like the the ceiling of the cage that's crazy um i think it was steve austin even (laughs) very young stunning steve austin but um, hopefully it's okay to watch. Yeah. It's going to be at that takeover. It'll be yeah. interesting to see how they fit that whole get set up into like where the ring is. Yeah. Because you can't like <laughs> norm with the normal setup. So yeah, but at least be interesting from that standpoint. Yeah. And that'll be, do. that'll be a great show anyway. Uh, like, do they lower the second ring down with the cage? Like what do they do? Cause it's not the only match on the card. Like you can't have two rings yeah. out there all night. Maybe they will. And just be like, just, just, just here. Don't pay attention to it. Just, um, oh, you went to the other ring. Nope, get your nope. Get back here. No, get just hang out outside. Don't if you're gonna do stuff. Don't get in the. You're other disqualified. Ring. <laughs> um, but I am excited for that show because the uh, the women's title match with that's gonna be very Kyrie good. Sane, Ember Moon, Nikki Cross, and Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce, yeah, that'll be fun. It's gonna be yeah, very good. For all four of them are very good. Yeah, like Peyton Royce is like the weakest in ring of all of them, but Mm -hmm. she's still like super solid. Yeah. Does great character work Mm -hmm. in it and out of the ring. And like her moveset is still like solid enough, especially in a fatal four way. Like Mm -hmm. she was in one for the women's title, like over the summer. Yeah. Her and Billy Kay and Nikki cross in it in Oscar. Yeah. And like, you can like do a really long, interesting match with four different people. Yeah. All four of them have very different styles. Yeah, so. Nikki Cross is just she's like essentially a brawler. Like Yeah, she is. Her the way she wrestles is like what you would see in a street fight. Yeah. And I love it. I mean she has like she's Stone Cold esque like in her moveset. Yeah. Like and then but then still does like surprisingly like really yeah. athletic things. The swinging fisherman's neck breaker. Yeah, there you go. My favorite move. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then you know Kyrie saying like being like super like tiny, mm-hmm. like she's smaller than Nikki Cross. Yeah, like, and Nikki Cross is like Nikki Cross is built, but she's very short. Yeah. Um, and then like Ember Moon is like totally different than all of them. Like yeah. it's gonna be, I think, a really good entertaining match, and I could see it. It could justify all four of them winning. Of course. I don't think that Peyton Royce will. I think she's honestly in there to take the pin from yeah. whoever. Because I, I feel like they're pushing Nikki Cross a lot, but at the same time, like it makes sense for Kyrie to win because she won the classic. Yeah, but, but it also makes sense for her to lose but not get pinned. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'd love to see Nikki Cross get it because I want to see her go up, move yeah. up. I, Except that, I mean, I say that reluctantly every time I say it because the WWE, like, SmackDown and Raw, the wrestling's not as good. It's not as fun. Yeah, but she would, she would infuse something really needed onto main roster. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, something so different. I mean, and when she goes up, all of Sanity will yeah. be going up. Yeah. So that could, uh, I could see it either, you know sanity dropping the tag belts and mm-hmm. her not winning yeah and just going up without ever winning the championship yeah. um which would be totally fine for yeah her. or i could see her winning and them retaining and like holding it for a while and just being and having all of sanity like being holding like a belt they actually defend like yeah she she technically does have the tag belt but she can't defend it really yeah, yeah. um but like her having the women's title and that the three men sharing the tag title, which mm-hmm. is also really, I think really cool would be cool to like show clearly like she's the only one of them with a singles title because yeah. they do a really good job of sh- like showing like she is like just as like like important a member as the yeah. three men. Well, and she, I mean, she gets involved in those matches too. Yeah, exactly. And like takes bumps. Yeah, and like the men are like they react to her as like. Just like they do for, you know, Killian Dane, who's a yeah. gigantic man. Yeah. Like, they treat her, they don't treat her like the girl who's there. Yeah. They treat her as another member of the team. They treat her like a threat, which yeah. she is. Like, yeah. she will attack you. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's like, so I think it'd be really cool for her to be the one with the singles belt. Yeah. Like, no, that'd be rad. Yeah. Um. But also, the three of them are the whole, like, all four of them just going up to Maine. Like, mm-hmm. even if she doesn't get the title. Like, and I... Kyrie and Kyrie Sane, like, obviously makes tons of sense. Like, yeah. But it also makes sense for baby faces that not win and chase the title. Yeah. Like, for an even bigger payoff and, down the line. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool if they kept her there for a while because, I mean, her first match wasn't the best. No, but she also... Was very nervous. She was very nervous, and she wasn't against the best. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but it's, it's you know, a performance center. Yeah. Oh, was I is Aaliyah... Who has been there for a while, but she was like new to wrestling when she okay. first got there, and she's just getting onto TV finally. And okay. She's gotten a lot better, but it's still, you know, she's not, you know, at the same level as like Kyrie's like Mae Young Classic competitors yeah, yeah. were. I would, I would like to see them take their time with her. Yeah, get her some. I don't know. There's stuff you got to learn in NXT that's different than mm-hmm. where she was. Yeah. I'm assuming. I mean, yeah, they're like just like performing to a the like TV production of WWE yeah. is different. Yeah. Like the camera locations are different mm-hmm. and you're playing to those all the time. And you like, have to know where those cameras are. Kane talking yeah. about that Finn Balor. Yeah. Or the rock in his first match who starts like doing his 
post-match celebration to the wrong side of the arena <laughs> with his back turned to the camera. Ooh. It's a great, great moment at the beginning of the Rocks, the, literally the Rocks' first match Survivor Series that he did Is that the at. one that he watches and like there's like a yeah. video of him watching it and he's yeah. just like, oh man. Yeah, um, yeah, he turns the wrong side uh, and because he, it was a little confusing because they're at Madison Square Garden and mm-hmm. that doesn't have a typical setup, like okay. the normal ring setup because it's like way closer to the ring. Okay. And the hard camera's on the opposite side of the, as the entrance ramp. Oh, okay. So he's, he was turned towards the entrance ramp, just like yelling and there's no <laughs> camera facing. Him. Oh man. Um, but yeah, there's like stuff like that. I mean, the ring is different than a lot of other rings. Like yeah. it's slightly different. It's bigger than some promotions have it. Um, and I can't remember, I don't know off the top of my head, like the promotion that Kyrie came from in yeah. Japan and like what their setup's like, but also they like not every promotion uses real ropes that yeah. are like that are you know covered. Some like, of them use chains, chains or like like wire and stuff like that. Like it's just different. So yeah. like there's stuff to learn and like also the pacing of the matches for TV mm-hmm. is different. And like she like she's done a good job of it so far, but it's also yeah. it's different being on weekly TV. Yeah, in the tournament. And, yeah, you know Peyton Royce could like get get it even though she's like the least likely one yeah because but she's still like her and billy k like the iconic duo are very over yeah and they're very great at yeah. like being obnoxious they, characters and great heels they remind me of the bellas like they because i didn't know a ton about the bellas but they like look they look the bellas are twins so they look similar um but they're like i don't know they just have that vibe yeah to they, me. they definitely do like and um, and both of them work really great and they work together really well to be yeah. like the cheating, like duo mm-hmm. and that like most of the time gets theirs almost immediately because mm-hmm. they get caught cheating or yeah, yeah. like the person like comes back on them and like, you know, takes out both of them. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, so I think it's going to be a real good match. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, we're also going to get an Alistair Black versus Velveteen Dream match, which is the match I they, had no idea I knew I needed. They better kiss. I So, like, I get... Isai said it once that his the Velveteen's Dream's in-work stuff ruins the character for him. And I get it. But I kind of like... Like, he's clunky. He is clunky. Like, he's, he's just a big, tall boy. He's a big, tall, young dude. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I, I think he's getting better and better. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Patrick Clark. That's his, yeah. That's his name. Because I, that's what Alistair called him Patrick the first time, and that's what made him so mad. In, yeah. in character, which is great. Like, like it's such a weird, like a weird feud, because he just wants him to acknowledge his existence. Basically, yeah. And like, like I like his whole. I like when they like let them get a little like weirdly sexual with it. Like he wants Alistair Black. Like mm-hmm. you don't really know. It's very broad, but yeah. he like he wants him to acknowledge. It's like he's in love with Alistair Black. Yeah, and Alistair Black is like teasing him in a way. Yeah, but and without like, like, but they're also not going like so like they're not like it's not, not doing it obvious. Like, yeah, and they're not doing it like they're not make like Velveteen Dream isn't a heel because of that, which no. is what it would have been at any other time. Yeah, in the WWE. Yeah, he's a heel because like. He sneak attacks people and, and like he's throwing fits. It's throwing fits and he's like really cocky and arrogant, mm-hmm. you know, and like dismissive of other people. Yeah, and his like I don't know. I just like his whole vibe. I love that he's just 
wants to be Prince. He's just yeah. not as spicy as Prince. Yeah, but, and I even like that they've toned that even down a little bit, like yeah. with this feud especially. And now it's like he's becoming his own character. Yeah, like, like he comes. I love that he comes out dressed differently every time. Yeah, um, I love his like velvet crop tops that he wears <laughs> sometimes. It's yeah, like I, I, you know, no one else in the in the WWE right now could wear that. Yeah. And, you're you're pulling it off six foot five patrick clark wearing like a crop velvet crop top yeah i really hope i really hope he hones in his character and figures it out i feel like because nxt is developmental so i think he's just like having fun and like figuring it out yeah i think so too like i think it's a one of those gimmicks it's like he wanted to do this gimmick really badly yeah and now he's figuring out how to actually do the gimmick. yeah he like when you have an idea that's like stuck in your head so much yep. that you don't can't see the like flaws or holes in it mm-hmm. at first, and like now he's like starting to figure it out. Yeah, and I just I I, I just love the tension between them. Yeah, and it, they're such an unlikely pair. Yeah, they're and it's advancing Alistair Black, which like the last thing I would have expected, like because they had Alistair Black start talking as like the beginning of this feud mm-hmm. and. He had, like, literally not said a word oh, yeah. in NXT. Like, he had just been silent the whole time. And he's still mostly silent, but now he's talked a little bit. Mm. And, like, they are... It somehow didn't ruin the mystique of the character. No. He's just, like, talks sometimes. Yeah. like And, like, surprisingly less of an accent than I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a good take. I mean, TakeOver's always great. Yeah. So, I think it'll be... Is it... Is the other match uh, McIntyre... Against Champa? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Almas. That's I get them confused. Yeah, Champa's still out. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Champa's no. with Gargano, or was part of DIY with Gargano. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, yeah. Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah. Uh, founder of the original Los Ingobernables. Oh. De Mexico, the okay. original. It's just okay. Los, it's just Los Ingobernables because. De Hapon is because they branched off. Oh, so, interesting. Yes. Yeah, so I always wondered why Japan had a Spanish like yeah, so um, <laughs> Spanish gimmick. Well, so it's because um, Naito, when he went on excur- what's called excursion, which is mm-hmm. when you're a young wrestler, and Japan especially does this, um, they send you away to go work other places for a year. It's like being on a Mormon mission. Yeah, like so that's why you can find videos of Okada in TNA. Fuck. Yeah. Um, he worked in TNA <laughs> at the same time as the Young Bucks were there before, okay. they, before they were really the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks aren't young. They're old, right? Nah, they're in their 30s. Okay. So they're probably like thir- early 30s. They're okay. dads. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, he so he ended up working in CMLL, which is um, biggest Mexican promotion okay. at this point. Um, and he joined Los Ingobernables, um, led by Andrade Cienalmas when he was... A, different character okay um before he unmasked he unmasked when he came to nxt oh okay okay almost um and then went back to new japan and founded los ingobernables de japon okay uh and you know branched out there now it's much bigger deal than the original los ingobernables yeah, yeah. like um yeah so i mean he was like floundering in NXT until like the last couple months and now all of a sudden he's like a worthy title contender yeah which is amazing like it's what he originally was they finally figured out how to make him like the old like old him from Mexico like yeah. finally figured it out yeah which is really I cool I mean Selena Vega is 
great yes. with him. Like um, the yeah, she yeah, she Hurricane Ronald Roderick, Roderick Strong last yep. week and it was, it was great. The greatest thing. Yeah. He sold it very, very well mm-hmm. too. Well he was into the the steps. Yeah, he went head first into the steps. Yeah. <laughs> the to sell it, which was amazing because you don't see like you hadn't seen her hit anyone yeah. get involved physically in any way. And then that was the first thing. Yeah. But then this week, you know, they you know, had Drew McIntyre was coming to the ring with a contract saying like, Hey, come sign the contract. Yep. And then they beat him up. He signed it, took her gum out of her mouth and attached it to the contract to Drew McIntyre with her gum. Oh, I must've missed that. I it's, was, it's really I good. kept like dozing in and out when I was watching it. It's easy so, to do with yeah. 19 hours of wrestling a week. Yeah. I love it, but I, I love it. I wouldn't be watching it if I I didn't like it. Yeah, even I, even the even the bad parts, I just let them let them pass by. Mm-hmm. We ain't no Brady here today. Yeah, Shout I try out Brady. Just I try kidding. to watch the Hulu edits just because it's more palatable. Same, even though they cut out the whole Nia Jax return this week. So oh, that was really dumb of Hulu to do. Yeah, they cut out them announcing a, a member of the the Survivor Series team. Yeah, and Nia Jax returning for the first time in over a month. Hulu just didn't have it. Yeah. When they had like other stuff from the show that wasn't good. They also took out the trick or treat street trick or street fight. That's yeah, what it was I didn't They took that out. The yeah. the Good Brothers were their Southpaw characters. Yeah. But I also heard it was trash. Oh yeah, but I still want to see it. Yeah. Tex Ferguson was in the ring. That's true. And Chad too bad. With pumpkins on their heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is a good place to, to end it. Probably. Um let's 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 plug some stuff. Like what? Um, AudibleTrial.com slash genuine Wrestle Boys Cast. Wrestle Boys Cast. AudibleTrial.com slash Wrestle Boys Cast. Listen to some books. Give us some uh, server fee money. We're going to be transparent with what we're going to use it for. Um, yeah, I mean, you could get any of Chris Jericho's like three or four or five books that I'm sure are on there, mm-hmm. you know, like to celebrate his sudden return. Yeah. He, his recent one, I believe is called no is a four letter word. Yeah. Which is, Nothing he's, wrong. he's living, he's living that gimmick right now. Yeah. Um, so he did not say no to this opportunity. He did not. He said, yes. Bad word. It's a cuss. I swear. Um, you can, Follow me at Ostercoaster on Twitter, um, at Blue Gazi on Instagram, um, at Duckshirt is Isai on everything. Uh, Wrestle Drums is at Matt on everything. We miss you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at Kfabe Dad on Twitter and at My Chemical Dad Pants on Instagram. Both great names. Oh, th- whoa. I'm getting a push right now. Yeah. Man, strap the rocket to you, brother, brother. Oh, brother, brother. Um, shout out, Edwin Christian. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, and then follow us uh, at WrestleBoys Cast on Twitter and mm-hmm. at Genuine WrestleBoys on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, go to our, our website. It's WrestleBoyscast.com. dot com. Yeah. Uh, I'm slowly trying to keep make it all up to date. It's yeah. Someday will be. He's he's making some great, great, great. Uh, images to go with our episodes yep those will be out eventually please please just look at them because they're he gave us some sneak peeks and they're wonderful Mm. can't wait to see this one um (laughs) i can't wait to figure it out after i also title this episode we'll see (laughs) um yeah and um there was one more thing i wanted to say 
Um, yeah, thanks for listening. If you are listening in the ether, um, email us, slide into our DMs, Facebook message us, whatever. What do you, we want to know what you want to know. Tell us what you want to hear. Like, give some suggestions, uh, questions. We want to we want to interact with you guys. We love you. I don't know any of you except the ones I've talked to personally. Um, but I love you all. Yeah, I think I, I was looking at some of our analytics. I was like, I don't know who some of these, where some of these listens are coming from. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I know there's a dude from Montana. Um, oh, I think I know who that is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's. Uh, uh, God, my, I'm so bad with names. I'm so sorry. I can. You're, you're in a cool band called Cheria. Yeah. Got a, he's a. Uh, I know he's Connor. Furry, Your name is Connor. Furry Fins on Instagram. He uh, recently played a Halloween set, and he played uh, sets from Joyce Manor, A Great Big Pile of Leaves, and The Weaker Thens. And if I lived in Montana, I would have been there bawling my fucking eyes out. So Same. shout out to you yeah, Connor. for liking great music, Connor. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Russell Boys 316 says... Hulk smash the patriarchy. Boys. 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 Boys.